Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Welcome, everybody, to another show. Uh, I am here today. I'm Chris Hoyt, uh, president of Career Crossroads. I'm here with Mark Cochran from Train Technologies. Mark, say hello. Hello. Good to be here. Well, thanks for jumping on the show. We appreciate you, Mark. Uh, I, so I got a question for you first before we jump in, because we've got kind of an interesting topic uh, to, to rattle on about for the next 15 minutes or so. But Mark, give us the, the escalator pitch of who is Mark Cochran and why do we care what, what, what Mark has to say? Uh, well, the escalator pitch, and says, I guess, a little bit slower than an elevator these days, but I am, I am, I was joking earlier, I am an Uber driver by evening for my kids with all the many sports they have to participate in that, that we support. Other than that, uh, I am a TA nerd. So I've been in this for probably, I don't know, 20, almost 20 years. So I'm not quite there. Uh, but getting there and you know I've always been kind of a process geek so I like to tinker with stuff I've always been kind of looking for ways to do things better and I've been able to pull and sort of steal a lot of great ideas over the years and you know have a lot of fun with it well I have to tell you considering stealing I'm going to steal a TA geek and process nerd <laughs> uh, recruiting nerd or talent nerd. I'm going to steal both of those. Uh, I love those phrases. So you're, you're welcome there. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no copyright. In fact, right now I'm buying the domains and it's just done. I own them. Ah, I should have done that before the call. <laughs> I see no patent pending. Okay? There you go. So Mark, uh, we, there was a term used, we talked about, we talked about jumping online and just catching up on a quick podcast, mm -hmm. but the term used was flywheel. You want to talk a little bit about a flywheel? Um, yeah, <clears throat> happy to. And I'll kind of start with a little context of where, where we kind of jumped into to that work was we were going through a, a large ACM transformation, CRM. So a lot of that kind of look at the technology that we use and the experience that that creates. And for, gosh, you know, however long you know it's been, we've always thought about talent acquisition as a funnel. So you, you get candidates that come in at the top and it usually results in a hire at the bottom. And so through my nerddom and external research you know, out there, I came across, and, and this is a nod to, to HubSpot, but the flywheel concept that they have, uh, that they talk about there. And so when I started to really read through that, it just, it clicked really well. Because I think as we think about the funnel, it's you know, we have fallout at each of these stages. And how often do we really think about the fallout beyond the silver medalist, you know, all the way back to you know, the, the kind of applicant you know, traffic or even just the visitors on the site. And so what the flywheel concept has kind of triggered as we go into some of these design sessions and development for the new technology is really how do we create every experience with as little friction in the possible so that it really just spins and using every candidate as a way to promote the experience of you know coming to train technologies at least in our space of kind of being interested and being aware of opportunities and helping advocate for that so it, it just made a lot of sense and just this kind of pivot of a way to kind of think about it from a funnel to a flywheel mm -hmm. and so we've had you know a lot of fun starting conversations and we're very early on with it but it's just it's it's a new way to think that i think right now in today's market we have to think about every single person that happens to visit our site or have a conversation, you know, so that 
hey, they might not apply now, but maybe in 30 days, you know, you never know. So that's that's where it's been really impactful for us so far. So is the idea um, is the idea, Mark, to abandon the funnel uh, and, and move to more <laughs> a more comprehensive type of model just from an it's, idea. It's more, uh, we're not going to be, I'm sure the first to kind of make that transition, but I think it's to evolve the funnel, you know, into more of this flywheel thinking about like, instead of making clear drops in each stage, like how does each stage feed to the next and provide opportunities for the candidate to go experience other things and then come back in, in ways to kind of do it. HubSpot kind of looks at like a lot of content marketing, which we sometimes do in recruiting, like we've got blogs and stuff like that, but really how do you kind of use content to get you from one stage to the next to help educate candidates and create experiences for them later on where it might be seamless chat, uh, video, uh, on demand, just things like that, that where, you know, it's not full automation, but it kind of meets candidates where they are in today's world and, and gives them opportunities to continue to kind of progress in the process. Are you doing something of a... Um... Uh, like a remarketing initiative? You know, you mentioned the silver, <clears throat> silver medalists earlier. Are you reaching back out somehow to these folks who maybe weren't a good fit for this particular role or the timing wasn't right for this particular uh, yeah, that's where that's where the technology is going to help us, you know, in that. And and we are we're coming out of the dark ages without a CRM into a space with a CRM. So I think there's going to be a lot of immediate wins that we can kind of pull through, you know, in there. And and the team and everybody's very excited because if you talk to the recruiters, like we've been asking for that for you know eons, you know, overall. And and here we are. And so that's really exciting to be able to have other layers than an Excel spreadsheet which is kind of how we've tracked a lot of that and, and LinkedIn projects and things like that. So, you know, we're really looking forward to being able to create those experiences to be able to kind of think about how do we attract them and how do we engage them and then delight them with these other kind of ways that, you know, the experience can be created that way. Does, uh, let me ask you, Mark, is it, how much of that are you putting into the hands of the entire recruiting team versus <laughs> maybe a, a marketing or communications sort of arm? We, I would say, a good portion of it will be within what our, our COE is like that from kind of the, the process ownership and design, but we are a company that's really built around, you know, lean process and lean foundations, which really puts that user experience in the hands of the people actually doing the process. And so they are absolutely stakeholders in that. We do a lot of, um, you know, communication, voice of customer feedback sessions to where kind of understanding, like, what are the candidates saying right now? How do we develop a template or content to be able to kind of do that? We do that today already. Uh, but as we kind of get into more of these design sessions, as we go into that, it's going to probably be like, how do we like friction is a big thing about a flywheel because you even think back to good to great and you know Jim Collins and that like the faster that flywheel can kind of spin, the more friction you can remove. It just keeps going and keeps going. And so, admittedly, I'm sure like most organizations, we do have a lot of friction in the process. It's kind of start, stop, wait, start, stop, wait, and then you know how do we kind of keep that more kind of going, removing the friction where we have it, so that we tie it back to an experience versus kind of an internal process, which is usually where a lot of the waiting kind of happens. So how do we connect it back to that candidate? Why should they wait? Why can't they continue to move forward? And that experience is gonna create better promoters and better advocates for the company as well. Yeah, I think a lot of organizations struggle to figure out how to remove the friction from the process, right? Mm -hmm. I think to your point, yeah. maybe biggest pain points are those and we're not perfect at it you know we know we're not it's a it's a long journey you know it's it's kind of that ideal state versus your next state so you know we just know that that that's never good for any process you know wherever we can kind of help help remove that question it you know does it have to be there and those kind of things so if you're in the middle of implementing a crm 
right? So you were CRM free uh, before, <laughs> right? You, you, now you, how much of it would you, you know, reducing the friction, how much of, of it would you credit to tech versus, you know, adoption or, or process change and adoption of that process change or, or that, that mindset? Yeah, I, I think that the technology, when we've gone through our review, that was interesting going through the demos these days. CXR had a lot of information too that we pulled in there. The roll-up of what CRM companies now can do is very different than I think it was probably two or three years ago. So we were looking at things. Yeah, just it's not just your automated marketing campaign type tools. So we saw chat, we saw AI, we saw automated scheduling, we saw event management, which are kind of our big pillars that we were looking for for something like that to solve for because of just how each of those interweaves with the other. Um, and and at the end of the day, it was how can we provide it for an experience for the candidate when they want it? So that was kind of an underlying part of it. Today, I think technology absolutely does a lot of it, but we have to use human input to create the experiences. And that's where we think the technology can benefit from how do we set it up or just kind of start and then iterate from there. Like we're not gonna, it would be two years if we waited to get it perfect out of the gate and then it'd be two years old, you know, at that point. So what can we get started with? I think that's, you know, bare minimum, you know, how do we help a candidate find an opening? Just something simple like that, you know, I think as we kind of get into it. So it's still happening, but I think for us, it's using the human input to kind of push that um, lower value type of action that is repetitive to the technology and giving back our recruiters that high value time, which could be sourcing, it could be um, you know tough candidate or diversity kind of recruiting in some of those areas where we just know that there's not a technology solution for that, but that's a better use of time for our teams to be focused on that than kind of shifting, moving information, answering basic kind of transactional questions that a, we can tie two systems together to do. I love it. Well, and I like your mention along the way a couple of times, sort of design thinking and getting mm -hmm. into maybe breaking down those stages. T take us out with, if, if you've got a question that comes in and it's just one, where do I even get started, Mark? Like, uh, here's my team, we mm -hmm. got friction, uh, but how do we start to even begin to approach that? Like, wh where would you have somebody begin? To try to try to shift over to yeah this one this one isn't fancy or it's old school but just map the process like look at it out visually and any type of tool you want to use whiteboarding whether you're able to go into a board room or a, a room or virtual like mural or mural or any of those kind of like get it out visual so you can see it and and that's for for our company has always been something that we tried to do and like let's see the process and let's put it all there and it's ugly glory of you make me send an email here not just the system steps but if you're pulling something out show it and i've got to send you an email with this excel file because you asked me to do it let's show that too and like all these different connection points that i think sometimes with like just system designs are lost it's all that hidden work that's really creating at least for our teams a lot of the frustration of extra approvals or uh, out of system communications that we have to do. And so that for me, just that process mapping exercise to its entirety and get the right people in the room to do that. Like that's one of the best starting points you can really align everybody on. Like what are the things we have to fix together because we can all agree that they're problems or yeah. they're creating extra work that doesn't need to be there. Well, and that's, that's no small undertaking. I mean, we've right. seen yeah. uh, uh, Scott Weaver overcoming uh, did an extraordinary map. Uh, Grant Clough has done an extraordinary mm -hmm. map when he was at AARP. Uh, Shonda Zillick, uh, who was at, um, oh gosh, uh, Qual Qual Qualtrics, I think mm -hmm. at Qualtrics maybe, 
uh, had done a pretty impressive and extensive, I don't think I've ever seen one cross so many yeah. dimensions. Uh, so it's not a small amount of work. So kudos to you, Mark, for, for sort of taking that on as a first step and really, you know, before you make changes, you got to understand. Yeah, no, and, and the team's done a fantastic job. It's over the years of keeping that updated and looking at that continuously. And then I think for us, it's kind of next step, then taking that map into like, a, you know, a journey experience or creating stories from that, you know, to your point on the design thinking, like, how do we have the quotes of where that pain is and who's the, who are the, the voices that tell us that, you know, on that. So I think it's it's really that great first step before you just jump into the, the great ideas to see how it all connects. Fantastic. Thanks, Mark. Re really appreciate you coming in and, and sharing your flywheel uh, approach. I love it. Thank you. Absolutely. Enjoyed it. I want to, uh, real quick, for those who are still hanging out and listening, if you have not already picked up this fantastic book, uh, I'm about a third of the way through it. It's Plantation Theory uh, by John Graham. It's uncomfortable. Uh, it's uncomfortable for me as a white male reading this. It is uncomfortable. Uh, so kudos to him for putting it down in print and getting it out there. We did a podcast uh, about a week ago where we talked a little bit with him about why he felt like it was important to do it, but it is in the book club. John is going to join us for an upcoming book club uh, meeting uh, as the author to sort of answer any questions and talk a little bit about the book. So I hope everybody will join us and find out more information on that at cxr.works books. And until then, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.